Hello, everyone, and welcome to Keys to the Game. This is our spring 2022 version, and I'm coming to you live from the studios of the EHC, the voice of Southwest Virginia. I'm Gary Lester, your host, and I'm joined, as always, by head football coach Kurt Newsom. Coach, thanks for being here once again. Glad to be here with you, Gary. I appreciate it, and I look forward to it. Well, Coach, we are doing these programs this spring in an effort to kind of educate ourselves and also our fan base about moving up to Division II. We're going to do six programs. Last week was our first one, and we'll end up on April 11th, right after the spring game. Uh, and last week, I thought we had a, some interesting information about the spring or the schedule, 22 schedule. Also, we talked a little bit about Concord and, mm -hmm. and Bluefield and Newberry, our first South uh, Atlantic Conference uh, football game here that will be at Fred Self Stadium. And we talked a little bit about the offense returning players and recruits. So this week we're going to shift gears over to the defense and talk a little bit about who all you've got coming back, who you're going to try and or who you're going to lose and, and how you're going to try and replace them. And then we also want to talk about your recruiting uh, on that defensive side of the ball. And finally, we'll end up talking a little bit, I hope, about spring practice, which starts Wednesday, uh, this this Wednesday at 4 o'clock. Is that when it is? Uh, yeah, 4.30. And how, how's the preparation for that going? Well, we had a team meeting today because they just got back. Some of them got back home from working. Some of them got home from uh, just going home. And some of them got home from the beaches. So we've got a variety of uh, where they spent uh, spring break. So, uh, but it, we, we, we had a meeting today to talk about our, how our lifting schedule would change. And we were lifting four days a week and we've, we've cut it to three. And now they, they lift on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and it was Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So there's, there's been some changes, but that's what the team meeting was about. And we've had some uh, individual meetings with uh, their position coaches throughout leading into the spring. Hey, now, you mentioned lifting weights or the, the off-season weight program. How, how has that gone for you? Because I know you've had some changes there and uh, who's leading that and so forth. Yeah, we, we've, uh, you know, Coach Gentry is teaching a class right now, and he's, he hadn't been there, but Noah Arney has done a, a great job. We met with him today, and, um, you know, he's, he's got a good plan. He got Coach Gentry's stamp of approval, and that's good enough for me. Yeah. And uh, so we're we, – and he, he, you know, he, he understands that football is a priority in the weight room. And, uh, mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty much here, Patrick Henry and Notre Dame. You know, that's, that's kind of everywhere. <laughs> that's right. And uh, – but I, I really respect him and uh, think he's doing a good job and – our players right now are getting bigger, faster, stronger. So, I mean, that's all we can hope for. Yeah. Well, good. Um, Coach, we're going to talk about recruiting in just a minute in terms of who you are recruiting on the defense side. I'd like to talk a little bit about the recruiting process in general because I, myself, I, know, I don't know that much about it, and I, I'm not sure our fans know. We always talk about recruiting. Uh, but now you're recruiting on D2 now. And one of the things I was wondering is, you know, you only have so much time. You can't waste your time recruiting people that, let's say, James Madison's coming after or, let's say, that's not a D2 prospect that's not quite as good as you thought they were. How do you narrow down the spectrum of the individuals that you go after and recruit for Emory Henry? Because you've got – at D2, you've got an opportunity or ability to offer them money. 
but so does William and Mary or James Madison or Norfolk State or Hampton. So how do you figure out who it is I want to go after so that you be, can be the most productive and most efficient with your recruiting time? Well, I, I think the, f- the first thing we do is decide the amount of money we're going to put into defensive linemen, linebackers, safeties, and corners. So we, we put a, a money amount that we'd like to stay near with uh, what we've got in the scholarship. And hmm. so that's, that's number one. And then, then after that, when we go out and see spring recruiting is so much different, and we got behind. We didn't spring recruit last year. Last year we weren't Division Two in the spring yet, so we couldn't tell anybody until the signing date. So we got way behind. Now this spring what we'll do is we'll be recruiting actually who uh, possibly Virginia, Virginia Tech's recruiting, JMU and all them because all these young men think that's where they're going in the spring of their junior year. Uh-huh. And then they find out they don't have a scholarship there. So on that on we need to keep those guys on our list and that's that's how it works. I mean when I was at JMU, uh we we everybody we signed thought they were going to, you know, Virginia Tech or or Notre mm-hmm. Dame or whoever. And um then, you know, when I was at Virginia Tech, it was it was a little it was, you know, a little different there. Right. right. But uh so first of all, you put a money amount on each position and then what you do is go out and uh try to find identify the best players you can identify until they tell you no, you know, and that's in the recruiting business, of course, you get more no's than you do yes's. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's, uh, you know, I probably got that from uh, girlfriends at Emory. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's kind of how it works. And, uh, well, but uh, that's, that's what we do. How do you know when to kind of pull away from a, a recruit? Like, we're not going to get this guy. He's, he's sold on, on JMU, William Mary Richmond. In this day and time of caller ID – it's much easier to figure out oh. because when they go, we call it going ghost. Okay. When they go ghost on you, there's uh, now we've had some ghosts that have come back to the pack, but most of the time, if they go ghost, you know, they've, uh, and they're not answering your calls because they know you're calling, mm. okay. uh, then, then you've probably lost them. Now, do we continue to work in that area? Yes, of course we do. Uh-huh. But uh, you don't usually recover from uh, a lot of unanswered phone calls. So when they start screening your calls, yes, that's I mean that's you know and that's and that's this day and time. I right. mean that's that's right. where w- the age we live in right now, well, that's and right. and that's so we we've got an idea quickly. You know, if mm-hmm. it's been two weeks and we've called. Uh, you know, seven times in two weeks, and uh, we haven't been answered. We we usually realize that uh, hey, he's. I think this guy's going in another direction. And some of them are, are great kids, and they'll just tell you. Yeah. And I mean, that's what you you hope you get well, is, yeah, is somebody say, hey, you know, I appreciate it, coach, but I think I'm going in another direction. Mm-hmm. But this spring will be huge for us because we'll be in the recruiting 
portal, for uh, lack of a better word, uh, of everybody that thinks they're going everywhere. And these are juniors, yes. rising seniors that and you're going to be contacting. we haven't done that yet. Okay. And you didn't do it last no, year. No, we couldn't. Couldn't. Well, all right, that brings up another question. Uh, now, you've been in coaching ranks for years and years and years. We won't go how long, but, I mean, you've been at the D1 level. You've been at JMU, and, and I mean – how, how much does networking, your coaching network, help you all identify players that might be able to help Emory? Well, I, th- I think uh, here at Emory right now, our, our biggest uh, chore is to be, you know, kind of what Virginia Tech did, you know, recruit the state of Virginia first. I mean, I, I think that's who we have to be. We we get a four thousand dollar, or actually it's higher than that now, uh, perk for a Virginia private school kid. So that takes off the scholarship money that we have to give. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, there's nobody that did it better than Coach Beamer getting Virginia kids. And there's only four Division two schools in the state of Virginia. You know, Virginia State. Virginia Union and UVA wise, and they have to pass them to get to us. So, I mean, I I think that's got to be, and, you know, even Tidewater, Richmond, I know that's a ways away. And we we do realize Southwest Virginia has got to be important and Upper East Tennessee and, you know, Western North Carolina, but the whole state has got to be important because of that stipend of $4,000 for Virginia private schools that tax on to their scholarship. Mm. And so this is, you know, you're looking at financially things you're, you're, you're dealing with and, uh, and you're dealing with, you know, of course you want good players. And I, right. you know, I, I think Virginia is a great state for football oh, players definitely. and, uh, and, you know, the area I'm from and, is is got plenty of good players and mm-hmm. you know we raided that area a little bit late and did did some good things down there so you know we 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 want to you know we want to recruit a wider base but uh you know that's that's all important to us right now yeah. uh the financial part i want to come back to that because i'd like to ask you just how that piece of the uh, puzzle fits in and that, that bet pie that you have to slice up uh, we're going to take a quick break and uh, hear from our sponsors and uh, folks you're listening to keys to the game here on WEHC 90.7 your voice of southwest virginia we'll be right back support for WEHC and keys to the game comes from tom graham and kyle king of edward jones investment 126 east main street marion learn what investing can do for you Two seven six seven eight three four 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 eight, or by web at edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, member SIPC. All right, well, Coach, we're back, and we're talking about recruiting and the process, how you identify uh, uh, the uh, athletes or the, the recruits. And, and also, I want to ask you about the, the financial part. I mean, you just were talking about how important it is to get the state of Virginia because that can help increase the bigger the pie for you i guess you'd say but the defi- the financial decisions i mean that obviously must come to you the buck must stop with you how much you're offering each player and so forth and but that must be a tedious process isn't oh that's it? how it works and uh you know we have 36 full scholarships and e- each scholarship is worth forty nine thousand. at emory and henry that's what it costs to go to school there 
So there's, the money pool is, is quite large. And, you know, what we have to do is kind of break them up completely to find the best players we can find. So, you know, we'll put a number amount. If we're low at D-line, we, you know, we, with that number will go up. Mm-hmm. And right now we're low at O-line, and we've got, we've got more money in that, that pool. So, uh, but we divide all that up. And, of course, we haven't gotten to 36 yet. I mean, I think we're going to go into next year at about 14. Mm. And uh, so, the, you know, it just – and, you know, everybody else is playing with 36. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's going to be a little bit difficult. But we we did, uh, you know, take some of our older guys and, and give them money because right. we think – yeah, and, and that changed the pool. So we're probably over that right now, I guess. But And uh, Nick Copas has done a great job with uh, keeping me updated with – how much money we we are, but it's it's kind of like it's a pool of money, like you know forty nine thousand times thirty six, mm-hmm. and we're about halfway there, and uh, that's with incoming freshmen guys we've upgraded, so it, it's a process, yeah. and you know it's it's a hard talk. You know, you walk in with somebody's parent and you say, hey. Listen, uh, you're not going to have to pay anything out of pocket. And the next one, you might say, well, you're going to have to pay ten thousand, mm-hmm. eighteen thousand out of pocket. So it's, you know, it's not easy. No, uh, it's I a lot imagine. easier when you're saying, "Hey, you don't have to pay anything." Yeah. But we can't do that, yeah. you know, with all of them. No. So uh, that's that's kind of how it's going. And uh, you know, I, I enjoy Sunday. What happens is they come in on a Friday, mm-hmm. and we have a dinner, and we put them up in a hotel and and all those things. Then they see the campus on Saturday, and and then uh, they they do the tour and, and all those things. And we've got a beautiful place, and everybody right. loves it. And then I sit down and talk finances on Sunday. And, wow. And so it's, you know, it's – not fun. I didn't used to have to do that. No. Hey, hey, they'll send you a package and <laughs> you pay whatever they say. But it's That's it's right. nice to be able to say, hey, we've got a little, we can help you. Yeah. And uh, so, so that part of it's uh, been been really fun and it's opened up some other areas. Now, Nick Copas, you mentioned him. He is is he your little accountant in the back with a little green visor and he's he, out there then back he, there. With he's got a computer program. Okay. And so when we give somebody X amount of dollars, it subtracts it. Okay. From the fund, and you know, I, I don't know how all that works. He's got this huge <laughs> yeah. Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> well, and he's yeah, in there. yeah. He's got. That's what it is. Yeah. And I, I'm not smart. You are because you're a banker. <laughs> but uh, it, it farmer. It, it, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't work for me. So, uh, but and he's uh, he's always coming to me, coach. And see, I'll, I'll I'll the parents will come in there, and I'll have a number that I'm supposed to say we all agreed on. So we talk about the number we're going to give them, 
And then uh, I get in there and I, I start giving them more. So so when I walk out, <laughs> they've gotten a lot more money than they thought they were going to get, and more than our coaches did. So I probably uh, need to stay away from those Sunday meetings. <laughs> yes, there's a reason you're not a loan officer in yeah, the bank. No, no. <laughs> well, so do you ever get in a situation, um, this is really interesting, that where let's say – Buzzo has found this linebacker that he just absolutely, or Wellenhofer's found a, a, a lineman. Yeah, that he just absolutely has, and they come knocking on your door and with their hand out, wanting to know. Can, yeah, can and I'm usually receptive, uh, yeah. you know. To I mean, I respect our coaches, and and you know, I'll you know certain time, you know, I've watched the film of all of them, You're right? And they yeah, have too. Like you don't know. Who so they are. so I know who they are. So I'm you know my bias is in there too. So certain times I'll say no, I don't, you know, I don't really like him. Right. And the other ones I'll say, yeah, you know, I think we we need we'll okay. do whatever. But they do that for sure. Mm, They'll yeah. say, hey, listen, we we need one more safety, and he's he wasn't at the top of the list, but he's moved up so far. Instead of that two thousand, we need to give him more, okay. and, and and that's kind of how it works. Yeah, it, it works it's like that. it's definitely not a science; it's an art. Oh right? no! It, it, and it's with me, I promise you, it's maker. not a science. Yeah, and I can't make sausage either. But I, <laughs> I do have a little bit of a clue on who I think we want. Well, you mentioned the older guys, and I'd like to transition, if we could, over to our defense because I'd really like to talk about some of those guys. You've got several coming back, but on that senior. Uh, group that you had out there last year. You had uh, six seniors, and then you had DeAndre Shambliss, who was a fifth year. So let's talk about those guys and who. how many have you got coming back and who is coming back? They're all coming back except for uh, Dalton Wilson is going to go ahead and graduate. Okay. And, uh, and then uh, DeAndre Shambliss is going to graduate. And everybody else is back, and uh, which is – Gives us a chance. I told you know at the team meeting today. I said, "Listen, we got a chance to play in this league because we're old." You know, and mm-hmm. I said, "I said some of you older guys are going to get beat out because we've got some young players that are good, but older teams are better teams." Randolph, Macon, Ham, Sydney. Yep. I mean, it's so. Absolutely. I feel like that gives us an opportunity. To, you know, to play. And I, I, you know, I told them, I said, I don't expect us to just wear the league out, but uh, we can play with them. We're old. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of returners, and uh, and uh, that that's important. So you've got three of your four defensive linemen coming. You've got uh, Jordan Mighty and Rashad Elliswell. I'm, I'm leaving one out there. But uh, you've also got DeAndre – not DeAndre, but uh, Donovan Penix coming back. Oh, gosh. That, Donovan Penix and Swag. And Swag. That's right. I'm leaving him out here. Yeah, he's not on that list. For because, some reason. Because he's hurt. Yeah. He's had surgery. And well, uh, Ivan's had surgery. And, okay. You know, it's just – like where I've been in the past, uh, you know, those guys have surgeries yeah. when they play that long. It well, just happens. So Ivan's coming back. Uh, Brent Butler? He's coming back. He's coming back because he had a great year. Oh, he was a really good player and a good leader. and He's been a great leader in the off season in our winter workouts because winter workouts are key. You know, we mm-hmm. did those 6 a.m. workouts 
And, uh, you know, you, you, you find out your leaders in the 6 a.m. workouts. That's right. And that's why you do them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think that's important. I've talked about the to the whole team that, you know, you're going to be evaluated in attendance in the weight room because if you miss, that's really bad. And if you're late, that's bad. Classroom, grades, we've talked about how important uh, – the spring is. Actually, we've talked about, listen, we're going to evaluate your attitude and and your ability because this is now, hey, we've got to find, if you're not good enough, we've got to find another player. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've been, and that's how we've recruited. And I, I know that sounds terrible, but it didn't used to be like that. But now it is. And really, it's it's like that everywhere. Yeah. If if you're not good enough, you and but you know if you got a guy that cares enough and works hard enough, he can make himself better. And uh, right now, we're at the point is you better make yourself better, but don't be late for anything, and don't <laughs> because or you you know you're not coming back. There's a lot of added pressure on these guys because moving to D2, they're going to see a different level of athletics coming in here. And we've signed a bunch of good players, and I want them to know that. And Mm -hmm. I want them to realize that, uh, you know, this is not all fun and games now. You know, and so – and they've responded. Our our weight room, the way they've handled that and – the way our kids have done everything, come to study hall on time, and they you know, responded, and, and that's you know that's critical in any program. Mm. You know, just yeah. just doing things the right way wins games. You know, everybody will tell it's you it's the little, little things. things you know, right. and that's that's what wins and loses. So uh, that's that's kind of where our kids are right now. They don't they don't want to be told even if they're getting some scholarship money. Hey, you can come back to Emory, but you can't play, <laughs> and that's that's kind of what we've told them. Right, and uh, that was just the team meeting today, and that's hard. I like to be positive about everything, right. but sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta let them know that uh, hey, this is where we are as yeah. a program. Well, you got to let them know what reality is, and that's, right. that's what they're facing. We're moving up to Division Two. We want, we want you to be a part of it, but here's what you got to do to be there. So, yeah. well, Coach, we're going to take a brief break and get a message from our sponsors. When we come back. I'd like to hear about some of the new recruits, defensive recruits that we got coming back. So, folks, we'll be right back. Financial investments are important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement of our young athletes that they receive from their coaches, players, teachers, and mentors. Edward Jones is proud to support Keys to the Game on WEHC. To learn more about your investment options, visit edwardjones.com or call 276-783-4448. Edwards Jones, 126 East Main Street, Marion. All right, Coach, let's look at some of these recruits you got coming. You got 
at least nine returning starters uh, coming back, and thank goodness Jalen Crimes is coming back because oh, we can say goodness. crimes against humanity for a few, at yeah. least one more year. Well, he's, well, he's Crimes now. He's Crimes. changed his name. But, okay. But I've, I, he's still Crimes to me. Okay. <laughs> well, let's talk about the recruits you got, some of the, the defensive guys coming in. or look. Well, we got a couple linebackers. We've got uh, Deuce Anderson from Field of Dreams in Florida, who we had signed several guys from last year. You know, we got a couple defensive ends and an offensive lineman, and and he's coming in. And Zach Blevins from uh, Graham, I love him. You know, he was their quarterback. He was MVP of offense and defense in their league. He played with a broken leg in the state, all the state semis and. I think he's just a great get, and uh, Coach Palmer told me, he said, this is one guy that could could have played at any level, anywhere. Will he be on the offense? No, he'll be on the defensive side. He's a linebacker. Okay. And, I mean, he's a a tough guy. Well, he's a quarterback that played with a broken leg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and then uh, Noah Geiger from – it was a defensive end, 6'3", 220. We worked out here. We really liked. And I, Will Hamlin uh, was – uh, Excuse me, Noah uh, is going to be a – He'll be a defensive end. Okay. And uh, he may eat his way into tackle, but right now he's a defensive end. Will Hamlin was offered by full ride to Army and West Point. I mean, Army, excuse me, I'm sorry, Army and VMI. And uh, let me tell you what, what a great person, great family. We home visited there. He's from Daniel Boone High School, and uh, he's 6'2", 230. He ran like 4'7 for us. And uh, he had an Army offer, and, uh, you know, that says enough about him. Uh, he's a DN? He's a, he's a defensive end. And then Elijah Munden from Kempsville, 6'4", 280. Coach Tall worked him out. And Coach Tall, you know, I've got more respect for Coach Tall than anybody around. Coach Tall was, you know, the defensive coordinator at Harvard, the defensive line coach at Michigan and West Virginia. And I told Coach Tall when we came in after he worked him out, I watched his workout. I said, Coach Tall, I'd take him at JMU. He said, Coach, I'd take him at West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> That's good enough for me. That's good enough. And then he, what position is, is – Oh, he's he'll be a defensive tackle. Wow. And he, he we, we really think good things about him. And then uh, Tyreek Taylor, 6'2", 260 from Christiansburg. Uh, we think he's he's got a chance to be a, a, a really good player. Uh, we beat a couple Division two schools on him. I think everybody in the state we beat on him. And uh, so, you know, we didn't get a ton of them up front, but we got good quality. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's that's what I feel like we got. And uh, well, Those are some impressive people. This Zach, uh, Zach Blevins, quarterback, linebacker, but primarily linebacker. Oh, yeah. And he was uh, – uh, actually – Coach Palmer told me he felt like if he would have been able to play on defense in the state final game, they would have won it. They would have won. And those words came out of his mouth. How big is uh, Zach? 
190 raw bone. I told him when I first saw him, I said, you go bear hunting with the switch. And he said, let me show you the bear I shot last year. (laughs) (laughs) So I was kind of making a joke. And then all of a sudden, he showed me this picture of this 400-pound bear that he had shot. So. Well, now, you've signed these guys already. Are you still – I know we talked about your recruiting as the juniors for next year, but what about is is the – are you finished for this no, year? No, no. We're in the transfer. We, okay. As soon as spring football's over, there's going to be so many people that want to leave. We uh, are – I mean, that's the yeah. new age. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, and I don't like it. I wouldn't like it if I was at Virginia Tech. I wouldn't like it if I was at JMU, and I don't like it at Emory, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if, if all of a sudden, you know, we get a guy that shows up at Emory that's a great player, you know, he, he could just say, hey, listen, I love it here, but I'm going to go Division One, AA, yeah. or I'm going to go Division One, you know, and – you know, I, I think that's different for football. You know, I think yeah. there should be a commitment. You know, that's – to me, football is a commitment to teammates. And that's that's how I've lived my life. And that's important to me. And I don't think that's any longer important to people. And uh bothers me a little yeah. bit, you know, because when you're on a team, you're on a team. Yeah. Well, and, and you never know. I mean, here at Emory, I mean, I think there is that that sense of, of, of belonging, togetherness, teamwork, and, and you become a – it just gets – and I had one guy tell me, he says, what is this, a cult up there or something? Everybody that goes there is like, you know, never forgets it or whatever. But I think Emory has a special appeal to people. And hopefully I hope that we can, can keep it. Yeah. I mean, because that's important to me. Yeah. You know, and, you know, you still got to let them know uh, that, uh, you know, they got to do the right thing. Right. And you know you you want to put your arm around their neck, but you got to let them know that it's not okay to do crazy things. Yeah. And uh, well, I wish Coach Bell should have probably told me that it wasn't good to do crazy things. <laughs> well, Coach, we're out of time. I want to thank you again for coming in and uh, talking with us. I enjoyed it. I learned a lot today about the recruiting process. Uh, we we'll look forward. You start spring practice on Wednesday. Uh, next week's show is going to be about spring practice. We'll find out how things are going. And uh, so thank you very much. And, folks, you've been listening to Keys to the Game here on 90.7 WEHC. So long, everyone, and see you next week.